whoa you went no contact with your family like you don't talk to them at all nope because they're toxic as fuck are you also the villain for walking away from your toxic family in order to preserve your peace welcome to the character outs podcast where i am on a mission to normalize going no contact with toxic family welcome all you terrible people let's talk about it Welcome back to the Character Outs Podcast. My name is Terry, and I just said something so cringy to myself, so I stopped recording and cut it out. <laughs> um, so I'm back, and I'm not going to say that cringy thing that I first said. Um, so here I go. Welcome back. If it's your first time joining us, it's just me really sitting behind the mic, but if it's the first time you're joining the podcast, welcome. So happy you're here. And let's see. So I had like five episodes um, kind of being written all at the same time that I wanted to talk about. And something happened yesterday after school, after, actually, no, after I dropped my son off at preschool. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that is exactly what I want to talk about this week. So the topic is, but am I like her? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Her being our narcissistic mothers, right? And if you're like me, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be anything like her. Like, Lord Jesus, take the wheel. I don't want to be like her. Um, And it's a very scary thing. But fact of the matter is, not only have we been really programmed, um, I don't know when you went no contact, but I went no contact at in my 40s. So I had a good 40 years of programming um, and 40 years of traumatic responses that I didn't know were toxic that I carried into other relationships and and years that I went without therapy and just trying to survive and keep my mom happy and keep the toxic family system functioning, right? And peaceful. Um, so we, we, we are going to kind of be like her, but the main point is we are not her. And so today we're going to talk about how, yeah, sometimes we may exhibit things that are like her, but but we're going to talk about why it's totally not the same. And I used to be afraid of some aspects of myself that were like her. And I would try to shut them down in myself or be ashamed of them because I didn't, I was so on the path of not wanting to be like her. Does that make sense? So even kind of the positive things that I learned from surviving from, and I've said it before. I mean, she, she did have some good fucking advice sometimes and how at the end of the day, we are not like her for so many, so many reasons. And we can't live in fear about being like her. All right. We're just going to dive right in today. Um, mainly we're diving in because I had a really boring week and I have like no exciting stories to share. (laughs) I went sledding with my toddler and it was mostly ice. And so, um, I kind of held my breath and like was positioning myself at the bottom of the not so steep hill, but steep for a four-year-old, just catching him, praying to God that it was I didn't do the wrong thing by putting him on the sled. Um, But of course he got to the end. He's like, I want to do that again. Uh, No, he says, again. I was like, where did you get that accent from? Anyway. um, Okay. So I came across this quote and it said, fear is nothing more than an obstacle that stands in the way of progress. 
In overcoming our fears, we can move forward stronger and wiser within ourselves. And it did not give me who said that, so I can't even credit the author of that quote. But again, for so many years I lived in, and I still live in fear, that I'm going to be like my mother, you know, as if all of this therapy were, were was going to go down the drain, as if all the recognition that I'm not going to pass all of these toxic things that were done to me to my children, as if I hadn't come so far down the road, like a switch was just going to go and all of a sudden I was going to be like her. And I think it's because, again, you know, we share DNA with our mothers. And if your, if the narcissistic parent was your father, um, you know, just, you can apply it. But I say mother just because that was the narcissistic um, parent in my life. So whomever it was, we don't want to be anything like them. We model our life exactly unlike them. And it was, wasn't until I started getting older, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but like I would catch a glimpse of my eye in the rearview mirror and I would be like, <gasps> because I would see her fucking eye looking back at me and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And here's the thing, you know, um, yeah, we have her DNA running through our veins. We are going to look like her. We are probably going to even sound like her a little bit. We may even behave like her in some ways. And I'll say it again. What was really good for my healing journey is to embrace my narcissistic mother that I am no contact with and look at her not as completely evil, but having good traits as well. Because I feel like if we completely vilify them, it keeps us stuck in a place of bitterness. And I was speaking with uh, my friend Gina, which I'll release the that interview next week, but we talk about some really cool perspectives on our moms and how to not how how we're not like her, but we are like her. Really, really beautiful conversation that'll be coming up next week. But um, so this whole thing got started. So I was dropping my son off at school, and I'm just gonna say it. There is a particular person at that school that I can't fucking stand, okay? I've had like three run-ins with this person. None of them have been good. She has been caustic to me, rude, um, I, I just, just like overwhelmingly rude for no fucking reason. You know, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt at the beginning. I'm nice to you, and until you show me that you're a fucking bitch, I'm gonna be nice to you. So it, I, it was just this whole, like, this, the circumstances don't matter, but I could just tell you that there were three different times that I've had run-ins with this woman where she's just been a downright fucking bitch. And I come home and talk to my husband, and he's like, this is not the first time we've talked about this. So the last time that it happened, um, she literally threw my son's backpack at my husband, and my son was standing there crying, and she could give a fuck. And so, of course, I took to my email and I was just like, not really happy with the interaction that I just had with one of your employees. Um, felt really toxic, felt really caustic. Oh, it was just so unprofessional for a preschool and disgusting. And so I voiced my concern in, in an email because that's what I fucking do, right? Um, and the response I got was, oh no, 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 she's wonderful. Just that's a whole nother story of unprofessional, but whatever, here's, here's the thing. 
I have to see this woman every day when I drop off my son. And what does she do? She hides. She'll put her head down now and she'll just hide. And she'll act like, you know, I'm not there, which is so, again, you fucking work at my kid's school. Like, I remember when I worked at, at a school, I had to smile and nod even to the rudest parents. I had to smile. And I worked in a, in a private school. I had to, you have to play the role sometimes, you know? Like, I, I had to smile to the rudest parents. So even if I was the rudest parent on the planet, so we have just this annoying, tense dynamic now. So yesterday dropped off, pulled out. And so I just like ignore her back because I just like look, like look right through her. Like I'm like, I fucking tried with you and I'm done. So as I'm driving away, I'm thinking in my head, like, Ugh, I fucking can't stand her. Like, it's going to be nice when I don't have to deal with her next year. And all of a sudden, what do you think hit me? <gasps> oh, fuck. I'm acting like my mom. Am I? Wait, am I acting like my mom? Because you know how it was with the nar our narcissistic mothers. Like they always had to have someone to bash. Someone always had to be on the shit list. Someone always had to be the villain. She had to be talking about it, getting everyone on her team, making notes of how disgusting this person was, you know, talking about it incessantly. And I was like, oh fuck, like am, am I my mom? Because I, I literally loathe <laughs> this one employee at my son's school. And then it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. No, I'm not like my mother just because I don't like someone. Now let's talk about the difference, right? So many times I feel like we're afraid to, whether it be express our emotions of, hey, that was fucked up, or get mad at a situation because our narcissistic mothers would take it to the extreme, okay? Now let's talk about how my narcissistic mother would have handled the interaction with this woman, right? Now when I emailed the school, it was like to put on paper, I'm not happy. I wasn't expecting anything in return. I was just like, that was unprofessional and wanted to bring it to your attention in case you want to rein it in because maybe another parent wouldn't be so accepting and would be really pissed off just to let you know. Like that, that was it. Well, here's what they did though. The school would perch her at pickup and drop off and she'd be waving to everyone and then she'd put her hand down when I would drive by. It was just so fucked up. It sounds honestly like, like an episode from, you know, the, the, the housewives of whatever county. Um, but seriously, so, okay, we're, let's talk about how my narcissistic mother would have handled that. She would have gone to her best friend at the school. She would have badmouthed this person to everyone, dragged her name through the mud. She would have gone for the jugular. She wouldn't have let it go. She would have talked about it. She would have probably stalked her on social media. She would have upped the ante and been caustic and toxic in her presence, maybe stared her down. No, I just looked through her. I just, I don't like you. I'm just going to pretend like you're not there, right? And that's what hit me. A couple things hit me. First was, wait, I'm allowed to be mad and not even mad. Like I'm allowed to not like someone if they've shown me their true colors. And that doesn't make me my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this fragile flower who likes everyone. I don't. I, I see bullshit from a mile away. I see toxic from a mile away. I see narcissism from a mile away. So of course, I'm not going to be this little flower who's 
welcoming everyone into my life. Like that's not what's going to happen. And I feel like so many times because my mom was this powerhouse and I felt so intimidated and I was wrapped into the drama so many times and well, we hate her and so you hate her too and block her on social media and that you just perpetuate the narrative of what a fucking bitch that she is. And so really I associated not liking someone with a really toxic manifestation of not liking someone, if that makes sense. But when you break it down, listen, we're not going to like everyone, but it doesn't mean that we're our mothers. It doesn't mean that. And it's okay to stand in a place of strength and say, you showed me who you are. I don't like it. And I'm not going anywhere near it. Right? Again, I'm not gossiping to all the other parents. I'm not, okay, I'm talking about it on my podcast, but like, you don't know who this person is, so whatever. And anyway, here's here's the other thing. I'm not looking, even when I sent the email, I wasn't looking to get her fired, take down, take her down, you know, ruin her life. Like that's what the narcissist would have done. That's what I meant, what my narcissistic mother would have done. She would have been out for her for blood, for her family, for her job, right? I was just like, I'm expressing my emotions of how I feel. I don't want to fire. Like you do you school. If you think you have a good employee, you go for it, right? So that's the difference. We don't take it to the next level of destroying someone, taking them down, getting our flying monkeys together because we don't like someone. And, you know, fact of the matter is we are going to be somewhat like our mothers because we came from our mother you know there are so many things that we are working on so we are nothing like her but there will be parts of her so my mom was very fiery and that actually taken to the extreme it didn't serve her well but had she honed it and reined it in it would have served her well in life and i feel like my fieriness has served me well in life like i don't waste my time with fucking people who are going to hurt me and people who are going to use me. Like I see through it and I I can't ignore it. You know, I can't, we can't go to the extreme of like, well, my mom was hateful and hated everybody. So I need to like everybody. Like, no, first of all, we're not in that black and white thinking anymore. We're not, we're in the gray and we need to understand that we're allowed to not like someone if they have shown us who they are. I mean, we did it to our toxic family. And I think another, another thing that can get in our head is like, well, you know, I hate my whole family. So like, what, what is this? Like, is everyone around me toxic? Like I I've said to myself, like, am I the common denominator? Like I'm the common denominator. I've said that to my husband before. I'm like, you know, like all I see is toxic everywhere. Like it's me. I'm the common denominator. And he's like, babe, you're not. And he'll have to remind me like, no. Like, and so if you're feeling that way, I remind, I just, just will remind you to go back to your journal, go back to the facts. Like it's not an emotional thing. We're not, we're not the common denominator. We're not the fucking problem. We've been told our whole lives we're the problem and we're not the problem. I think another area where I'm fearful that I'm going to be my mother is when I'm expressing something that hurt me because my narcissistic mother would always come from the place of being in the victim mentality, having it be all about her, um, putting everything on me, making it my fault. But here, okay, here's the difference. It is okay to express your hurt to someone who has hurt you. It's okay. And we're not supposed to keep it in. 
the whole point of a healthy relationship is to communicate. And that is another thing that our narcissistic mother never did. And that's why in this case, we're not like her. So let's talk about this. So when we are hurt and when we are ready to express our feelings to someone that has hurt us, I don't know about you, but my mind goes, okay, I'm going to speak from my point of view. This was my perception. This is how it made me feel. I'm not going to project. I'm not going to accuse. I'm not going to bring anything up from the past. I'm going to talk about the current situation, what currently hurts me. And I'm just going to talk from a place of that hurt me. This was how I received it. Here you go. You know, I can respect anyone that comes to me and says, listen, Terry, you, what you did hurt me. And whether you, re whether you know it or not, I perceived that this way, right? But our narcissistic mothers would come and not only would she tear us down in the, the process of venting to us about how we hurt her, but she would play the victim. She would not want to get over it. She would want to have us beg for forgiveness. She would bring up the past. She would bring up the past that wasn't even true. She would rewrite history. So again, the difference is we can express our emotions. We can express when someone has hurt us. We can express anger. It doesn't mean that we are like our, our narcissistic mothers because we handle it in a healthy way. We don't project. We are speaking from a place of this hurt me from our personal perception of what happened. We're not looking to destroy the other person. We're not looking to manipulate the other person. We're not looking to tear them down. And I think one of the most important things is we're just looking to move past it. And we're being open to what the person says in response to us saying, hey, this is how you made me feel. And then we open our minds. Did our narcissistic mothers ever open their minds to what we were saying or feeling? No, but we open our minds to that person to then say, gosh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Or um, I'm really sorry you perceived it that way. I, I meant this or that. Like it was, there was never a conversation with our narcissistic mothers. It was, you did this, you did this, ba 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 fuck you. No, you can't speak. No, I don't want to hear what you have to say. And now I'm not going to talk to you for five days. I don't know about you, but when I have a conversation, like, I don't like fighting, right? Do, do, do any of you like fighting coming from a toxic family or a narcissistic mother? Like, I don't fucking like fighting. I like discussing and then let's get, get fucking over it. Like, let's get past it. I don't, I'm not holding a grudge. And this is the one thing, like, I'll just be honest with you, um, that my husband struggled with because I think that in previous relationships, he was used to women bringing up the past. And for so many years, I'd have to say, babe, I'm not bringing anything up. I, I'm talking about right now. I'm not generalizing. I'm not generalizing you as a husband or as a person. I'm talking about this particular incident. And I had to say that for a few years until it finally got through his head like that. I'm not that, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not the kind of person who's going to generalize. I'm not the kind of person who just wants to fight. And I'm not the kind of person who is just going to tear him down and bring him down in the process of trying to make myself feel better. And that is the difference. So just because our narcissistic mothers would express herself in, in anger, I think a lot of times we can be afraid of that. No, we, we're allowed to be angry. 
And I think that was another thing from childhood, fucked up thing from childhood. We were never allowed to express an emotion. We were never allowed to be angry. We were never allowed to be honest. So now when we stand in our peace and we stand in our strength being no contact, we have to understand that it's okay. We are not the narcissist because we are angry with someone. No, we're allowed to be angry if someone hurts us. And another thing I think too is, I think that I was afraid of, of conflict and I was afraid that if I expressed anything, because what, what would happen if we would express something to our narcissistic mother? We'd, get, we'd be cut off, right? So many times in friendships or in relationships, I would either come to an impasse where I would be upset about something, but I wouldn't feel safe to express it, or I wouldn't feel like I even could even had the right to express it. Cause again, didn't want to be like my mother, even, even before I was no contact, I was like, you know, um, this mush of, I don't want to be like her, but not even really, you know, recognizing how toxic she was. It's interesting. How about when you exhibit a traumatic response that was done to you? And this is something that I still struggle with because you know, one of the biggest hurts of my life was when my mother would take her love away from me to punish me. And of course that is called stonewalling. And I still struggle with that. I still have the tendency, whether it be because I'm afraid of abandonment or whatever, I struggle with that and I'm getting better, but it's, it's definitely something that I, I have to cognitively work on and really make sure that I'm not doing that to the people that I love. And that's the other thing. So when we exhibit these traumatic responses because they were done to us, we have to give ourselves a little bit of fucking grace, okay? Like, again, I didn't go no contact with my family until I was in my 40s. And so I have a good 40 solid fucking years of toxic, toxic treatment, traumatic responses, methods of operation, things that were done to me that I thought were normal for so long. And then I would in turn behave that same way back because that's what was done to me. You know, we have to give ourselves a little bit of fucking grace. So this is where it comes into, yes, our, we are having that traumatic response. We have been programmed that we have been treated that way. So sometimes we're still going to act that way. And guess what? Like that's okay. It's not okay to stay there, but we need to give ourselves a little bit of fucking grace because why are we not like our narcissistic mothers because we stonewall? Well, I don't know about you, but the second I stonewall, I feel it like I feel it in my, in my heart. And it's that battle of fuck, I'm acting like my mom, but I'm not my mom. Am I my mom? No, I'm not my mom because you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stonewalling in order to seek control. And I think when it comes down to analyzing, am I like her? If that thought goes through your head, am I like her? We have to look at the intention. And I know for me, when I stonewall, my intention is not, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking hurt the 
fuck out of this person by stonewalling them and I'm going to get them back into my manipulative control and I will have power back. <laughs> no, when I stonewall, it's like I'm a little crab and I go into my shell and I'm shaking and I'm, I wish you could see my, my face right now. Like I'm pretending I'm a crab and my eyes are darting back and forth and I'm shaking in my shell going, well, I... I don't know what to do. Like this is this is what feels normal to me, hiding away, and you're gonna leave me anyway. And oh, okay. Now, what does our narcissistic mother do when she stonewalls us? Oh, picture the queen. Picture the queen sitting on a throne, and the peasants are crying at her feet, and she doesn't give a fuck. Okay, do you see the difference? All right. What about this? What about when an issue of discipline comes up with our kids, and we have to be a little tough on them. And we have to be a little, well, we have to be a parent. First of all, it feels uncomfortable because I don't know about you, but I was never parented. I was told and it was do this or suffer the consequences. Um, and recently I'll just tell you, um, I had an incident with one of my kids and and I just want to put out there that I did get his permission to share this story and actually had him listen to this particular um, part of the podcast to make sure that he was okay with me sharing this. You know, typical teenage thing, mouthed off. And I basically was like, excuse me, who the fuck do you think you are? I don't think that's going to fly in this house. You treat me with respect. And the attitude was still there. And so what happened was, you know, stormed off to the room and I was pissed. So here's, here's the thing though. I sat there and I think a good, I want to say that happened in the evening and we actually went to bed and woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, like, am I being my mother right now? Am I stonewalling my child? And you know, I, I had to work through, okay, what is my intention right now? I had to, to, to discipline my child at that moment. I had to nip that fucking attitude in the bud. I had to. As a parent, as a parent look, we, we have to raise our children, right? So I was like, but fuck, like, clearly my child is staying in the room, not coming down. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what do I do? I was like, okay, so I sent a text and I was like, hi. <laughs> and my child writes back, hi. <laughs> and I was like, I hate this. And he was like, me too. I'm sorry. And so what happened was I think a couple hours went by and then we met like at the foot of the stairs, like hadn't planned on it, kind of saw each other. And I hugged my, my child and, you know, they put their shoulder, their hand on my shoulder and just started crying and, and just said, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I shouldn't have spoke to you like that. Like, I'm really sorry. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. As parents, we are the keeper of the relationship with our children. You know, we have to discipline our children, but what is the difference? What would my mom have done? First of all, she would have disciplined with a selfish motive. It wouldn't have been for my good. So I wasn't parenting with a selfish motivation. It wasn't like, oh, you didn't do something for me or do it my way and now I'm mad. I'm like, no, this is like a character thing. And the difference is it was my job 
to bring it full circle. I was mad. Yeah, I was mad at my child. They took a moment to, to calm down. I was the one who had to circle back. I'm the parent. And while I saw humility and I saw remorse and we talked about it and it was over. Now think about how your narcissistic mother would have handled that. First of all, like I said, there wouldn't have been a parenting moment. Like it would have been parenting in order to gain control. But my narcissistic mother would have ignored me for days and I would have had to come to her. I would have had to come and blindly apologize for something I didn't even know that I did and just wanted to get her love back. There wouldn't be a valid, concrete conversation about what happened. In fact, it would be like, let's not talk about what happened because whatever moment of, of outburst, think about this too, usually came from our mother. The moment before discard is always brought on by the narcissistic mother. And then we're discarded. And then we're, we're expected to go and grovel at our mother's feet. Now, contrast that. Again, I'm a work in progress mom. Um, I am not a perfect mom, but this is how I handled it. When we discipline our child, we're allowed to be upset with them. But we have to rein in how we were treated as children and not then transpose that onto our kids. And we have to just speak to the issue at hand and we have to bring it full circle. You know, whenever I have a discipline situation, everyone can, can take a minute. I mean, I think it's healthy to take a minute. Take a minute, you know, you don't wanna talk about it right now, we don't have to talk about it right now. And I think that's the other thing too. Like my mother would wanna talk about it right now. Like, let's talk about this right now. I wanna, I wanna talk about this, we were resolving it right now. Like, no, if, if my kid needs a minute, I'm gonna give, give him her a minute. Cause I need a minute sometimes, right? Maybe, maybe sometimes they need a minute to be like, yeah, that was really fucked up what I did. Like, take a minute. So I don't demand my child to talk at that very moment, which is always what was done to us by your narcissistic mothers. And then the coup de gras is the fact that we are responsible for following through. We are responsible for completing the circle of discipline, coming back, having a conversation. If we did, if we raised our voice, if we did something, you know, that we think may have hurt our child, it's a good opportunity for us to apologize but we are the keeper of the relationship with our child. I've said it before, I'll say it again. And that's what cracks me up, like with these fucking people, these trolls on my account who are like, well, you know, you cut your, your family off, your kids are gonna cut you off too. And listen, bitch, if I'm anything like my narcissistic mother, I expect, I fully fucking expect my kids to cut me off because then I'll deserve it. How about when we give our kids advice you can also say this when it comes to friendships, you know, when you give a friend advice or if someone you love comes to you and asks you for advice. And I don't know about you, but when I give my kids advice, I'm constantly like thinking, okay, make sure I'm thinking about them. 100% thinking about them. I'm not making it about me. Like, for example, if some, if one of the kids says, hey, can I go out tonight? If there has to be a valid reason, my, my mom would always say, I would come to my mom, hey, can I go out tonight? No, I'm tired, right? Like there has to be a valid reason for a yes or a no that we give to our child. 
And that's the difference. If we sit back and say, oh my gosh, am I being like my mom because I said no? No. Ask yourself, do you have a valid reason? Was it, was it selfishly motivated? Because that's the difference. Our mother would parent us and be selfishly motivated. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I make sure that I take a step back and I think, okay, well, what is my reasoning for either giving this piece of advice or saying no or saying yes? Am I guiding? Am I manipulating? Am I planting seeds? Is it for my benefit, for my path, or am I thinking about my child? And so again, it's okay to give advice to our kids, whereas it was very scary to receive advice from our narcissistic mothers because we always knew it was riddled in manipulation, but we're not like that. We're not like our mothers. So it's okay to give advice. It's okay to parent our kids. And I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to focus on what I'm doing wrong and what I could do better. And I literally spend so much time in my head like, oh my God, am I like my mom, you know? And on the other hand, I think we need to really take a step back when we're doing something and praise ourselves for the times that we didn't act like our moms. Praise ourselves for the reasons that we are not like her. And maybe we need to write them down because I still ask my husband probably once a week. I'm like, oh my God, am I like my mom? Am I like my mom? And he's like, babe, you are nothing like your mom. I'm like, oh, you got fine. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> you know. So during those times when we behave and do something that is completely polar opposite of what our mothers would do, whether it's apologize to our spouse. Did you ever get an apology? I never got a fucking apology. Whether it's apologize to our kids, whether it's even embracing, even asking ourselves, hey, was that a little controlling? Hey, was that comment a little controlling? Hey, was that a little manipulative? Hey, was that... This is the thing. Our fucking narcissistic mothers are not sitting around wondering if they did anything wrong, okay? They're not. And what are we doing? Constantly in this battle of turmoil, not wanting to be anything fucking like her. Well, there is the inherent difference too. We are aware of what was done to us now. We are aware of what we don't want to do, how we don't want to be like her. And so while we may have some traits like her, we may have some traumatic methods of operation that came from her, we are not her. How about confusing telling our story of something that happened to us with gossiping. So I don't know about you, but my narcissistic mother loved to gossip and tear people down all the time, all the time. So many times when I am sharing with a friend or sharing with my husband something that happened to me, right? It, it hits me odd. I'm like, ew, wait, am I, am I being my mother right now? Am I talking shit? And again, let's talk about the difference. So my mother would talk shit. First of all, it was real shit. Like it, it wasn't the truth probably half the time. She would fill in a lot of gaps. She would make shit up. Um, so that is one huge difference. It's okay to tell our story. It's okay to tell a story about something that happened to us. It's okay even if it, if it involves someone else, if it's a private conversation with your best friend or your husband, and it's something that happened and you know, we're, you're talking about it. Now, what's the difference? We are not blasting it on social media. 
And the big, big difference is as we're sharing our story, again, we're sharing it from our perspective. Like, hey, this affected me. Hey, this was shitty. Hey, this happened. We're not like, oh my God, I got some tea. You're not gonna believe what this bitch did. And our, so our intention is not to destroy that other person's character or defame them or take them down. You know, we're not looking to, like if I'm telling a story about something, like I don't want my husband to leave the conversation and go, I fucking hate them now. <laughs> to bring it full circle, <laughs> the employee at my child's school, like my, sometimes my husband will be like, I fucking hate them. If I come in and I'm fiery and I'm like, I don't like this person and blah, 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 blah. He's on board and supportive a thousand percent. He's like, I fucking hate them too. But here's the, here's the thing. My goal for sharing my story is not to persuade anyone to hate the person I'm speaking about. I'm just speaking from what happened to me, how it bothered me, I need to get it off my chest. And I think so many times we can confuse sharing stories and sharing shit that happened to us with, oh my God, am I gossiping like my mom? Like, oh God, no, no. Again, we have to boil it down to intention and our intentions. So bottom line is we can live our life and we can be cognizant of the things she did. We can be cognizant of ways to not be like her, but I don't want there to be fear riddled within us because then she's still winning. And I don't want her, I don't want us to feel like that she is haunting us, <laughs> you know? Do not allow her to haunt you. I am not allowing my mom to haunt me anymore. So when you boil everything down, it's about our intentions and it's about our character. So give yourself a little bit of grace, friend. Like, I know it's such a scary notion to think, oh, am I like my mom? Am I like my mom? And guess what? If no one has told you today, you are not like your mom, okay? You were never the problem. Anyway, that's all I have to share today, friends. Um, join the fun and the snark over on Instagram, Character Outs Podcast. If you would like to share your story, be a guest on the podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can share it in either a letter form or we can have a conversation, either audio or video. And if you just want to vent, um, if you're struggling, um, give me a shout, characteroutspodcast at gmail.com. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Wherever it is that you are, I hope that um, that you're feeling empowered on your no contact journey. And I hope that you will finally embrace the parts of yourself that are your mother, because let's be honest, we have her DNA and know that you are not your mother. So cheers till next time, friends.